Welcome for the first time ever. We can proudly say this, folks. Two Mics, No Filter is its own broadcast, its own show in the Dan Tortora broadcast media family. Whenever you see this headset and microphone here, that is a signifier of a show within the Dan Tortora broadcast media family. Two Mics, No Filter was a segment on Wake Up Call. I never intended for it to just be a segment. I wanted to give it some legs and get it going a little bit here. So I had a plan the whole time. And I called Andrea about it and said, hey, guess what? This was my thought. What do you think? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. So it was pretty easy, pretty simple. So this is the first time Two Mics No Filter has come to you as its own show. Andrea. That uh, is great. I love it. I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel like I think I said to you, I was like, it's really hard for me to share the links of our clips because it's all connected to, you know, all the other shows and all the other things. Yeah. And so when you said that, I was like, yeah, we should totally do this. Yeah. So with two mics, no filter, you will be able to find us on multiple different platforms. It'll be very easy on audio and video to find us. And we are so excited to be with you. This is our initial start off broadcast as its own show here on Wednesday, May 31st. The reason why we did it now is because we like to start things at the beginning. And so as May is ending and we're going into June here, it's a perfect way on our Wednesday broadcast day, which you'll now find us all throughout the year on Wednesdays, that we officially did this at the end of one month, the beginning of another, which signifies the ending of a segment and the beginning of a full show. So with that being said, I like to be a person that tells a story. So with that being said, I have two topics on my mind for today. One of them is something that I think happens all the time. So I wanted to get your thoughts on this. And that is when text messages lose people in translation. Okay. Because to me, if you know somebody, this is the thing. I'm an old school person. I want to mm-hmm. see you in person. If I can't, I'll call you. If I can't call okay. you, I'll text you. Text is my last resort, okay? That and probably sending something by a stork. Those are my last resorts. So when I text somebody, I hope that they know my personality, but I found out in the dating world that women or men, in my case, women, that are overly analytical, if they don't know you on text messages, they will flip out within like the first day and a half of talking to you. So Andrea... I think it's an important topic for our listeners and our viewers to discuss how things get completely misconstrued in the text world. This this can take a lot of different legs, actually. Okay. So it's funny. I am the opposite. I'm like, please text me first. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't always feel like I'm in the mood to talk on the phone mm-hmm. um, unless it's like one of my closest friends, which is a very, very condensed group. And like, there's very few people I enjoy talking on the phone to, very few. And sometimes our banter is so much. Am I in that group? Probably not. (laughs) Well, I don't talk to you that much on the phone. I mean, I only talk to you about like the show, you know what I mean? Like four times, I think we've talked on the phone. Yeah. Well, I'm because I'm a better texter. You know, here's the thing. At work, I'm on calls all day. So, you know, I'm constantly having to be on the video, on the Zoom, all the things. So, I do have a couple of friends that we will get typing our, our texting so fast with our um, whatever's going on, whatever we're talking about. I mean, literally, it could be Bravo. 
you know what? It could be it could be Vanderpump rules we're talking about. Whatever. But the point is, stop shaking your head. Scandal is a big deal right now in pop culture. I just want to throw that out there. But anyway, neither here nor there. Um, I, sometimes my fingers are so fat. It's like I cannot text fast enough. So that's when I pick up the phone. If I am like hot, bubbling over in information that I need to get out, that's when I want to call and talk on the phone. Otherwise, I would prefer text personally. However, when you first brought up text messages and then like misconstrued and that, whatever, the first thing I thought to myself was, do you know what I hate? I hate when you send a long text message, okay, which whatever's on your mind mm -hmm. and you've got maybe two or three things in the text message, right? And somebody replies, okay, <laughs> or only to one thing on the text message. It's like, dude, I've asked you 75 questions. I feel like in one paragraph and you responded either. Okay. Or only to one part of it. Oh yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who do this, by the way, a lot of people, mainly men, mainly men. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying all men. I'm saying I know a lot of men who, who do this. Oh yeah. 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 Men, men, men stereotypically are notorious for a woman being like, you know, we got to get the kids. We got to plan this out. We got to figure out what we're doing for our vacation. And the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> so my, like, husband, my husband does that to me. Every, like, I, and, and he's non-committal. just so you know, I think I've said this before on the show. If you've watched previous episodes, I don't know how he got married because he hates to commit to things, yeah. but like, literally this is the guy that I will say, Hey, do you want to go to the beach today? It's a beautiful day out. We should go to the beach. This is the response back. Okay. And then I'm like, well, don't you, well, or, or he'll say, uh, I'm not sure something like that. And then I'll send another text and say, this just happened this weekend. And I'll say, well, I want us to do something. Like, I don't want us to sit at the house all day with these kids. They're going to be crazy. And he'll say, yeah, I think we can. <laughs> do you see how, what I'm saying? There's no commitment to actually doing something. It's not like, sure. Let's take them to the movies. Yeah. Sure. Let's take them to the trampoline center. Sure. Let's take them outside on a bike ride, whatever. It's like, maybe we can do something. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I can. So I, I love my butt. One of my closest friends, Isaac, I'm going to put him. I'm going to put him out on blast in this, in this moment. I love him to pieces. I had said to him, I was like, I want to go see guardians volume three. Now I had seen it in Florida. Right. When it came out, I had a whole plan. I watched guardians volume one from one night into the morning at my hotel Watch Guardians Volume 2 the following morning after I finished the other one. Watch the end of the holiday special, the end of the Groot special. Went to Epcot, rode the ride, got off the ride, went to the Volume 3 movie. Because that's awesome. And so after all of that, don't shake your head if you're going to... It's I'm, like such devotion. It's just so devoted. I'm just... I, it's mesmerizing, to be honest. I'm devoted to Guardians like you are to that horse... Housewives? ...that you watch. Yes. So... I'm okay with Taylor Swift. She's growing on me. So, I knew. Let me tell you, I got to tell you about a cupcake I had recently too, because you'll appreciate it. Cause I said something about it and, but we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Don't let me forget that. Okay. So, so yeah. So Isaac, I, I came home and I said, I want to go see the movie. Like I'd already seen the movie. I said, but I want to go see it again. I want to see it with you. Like, you know, you're my brother. I love you to pieces. We haven't seen a movie in a minute. Let's go see the movie. So he was like, yeah. And I was like, what's the plan? So there's like no day that I called him. There was no commitment. I called yeah. him again. There was no commitment. And then I said to him, I go, bro, like, what is going on? Are you waiting for like the checking in the savings to be like, what, what are we waiting for to go to this movie? 
because mm -hmm. I really want to go, but I won't go unless you're going to come with me because I told you I would go with you. So he said, I thought I said Friday or Saturday. Friday rolls around, no phone call. Saturday, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. I was supposed to sleep in because I was exhausted. And I was like, I can't sleep. I'm awake. I text him. I said, did you say movie today? And he was like, yeah, we could do that. And then I planned out the whole thing. And then after the fact, I was like, if I hadn't texted you on Saturday, would we have gone? So it, to me, it was like I had to set it all up. And I'm the notorious person for I'm the friend who sets up everything that we do. I call all my friends. I'm the ringleader. And sometimes I like to sit back and somebody plans mm -hmm. something for me. But I'm the type of person, Andrea, that if I don't plan out my own birthday, I don't know who's going to do it. <laughs> so oh, 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 you know what? For many years of my life, it's been I felt the same way. I have felt the same way. So yeah. I totally get that. I totally get that. I think some people are just planners. Um, and some people like, I don't think there's a middle ground. Either you're a planner or yeah. you're like 0% planner. Yeah. And a lot of people fly by the seat of their pants. It's not even fly by the seat of your pants. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, it, let's make a plan. Like, I want to get. Like, why can't people commit and stick to it? Like, why can't you say, look at the calendar and say, Saturday at one sounds great and let's put it on the calendar when you ask me something like i literally put it on my calendar well and the thing is is like i'm the same way but you like not only match me but it's like yeah. it's, like we'll be on the phone and i'll say hey you know let's do our show next week you say what day and i'm like oh you know probably monday and you're like monday one to two you want to set it up like we like you have yeah. it and the thing is, like, you'll plan it even quicker than I have because with and I'll tell people because this is how insane life is. If somebody says, I'll come on your show Monday at 915 a.m., I'll say, great, talk with you Monday, May 22nd at 915 a.m. Eastern time. Then yeah. a couple days before I say, can't wait to talk with you Monday, May 22nd at 915 a.m. Eastern time. Do you know that there's people that I've come to that time and I go to call them and they go, I'm on the West Coast. I thought you meant 915 West Coast time. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I think when you're busy, you kind of have to live your life that way. I mean, I work full time. I have kids. If I don't block my calendar for us to record or to talk live, somebody else will see that, that my time is open and they'll schedule a call for me at work. You know what I mean? So I kind of have to like I want to make sure that I I handle all my commitments and do all the things that I say I'm going to do. So I have to. You know, I've, I've always been planned out, though. Even as a kid, I was, like, super bossy and planned out and scheduled. But I, like I said, again, that goes back to I think some people are that way and yeah. some people just are not. Well, the thing is, is, like, I'm I'm in between planning and being spontaneous. I love to do both. But when it comes to my schedule, I have to know what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. if I'm trying to plan out something, I, want an, I don't want to call you and bother you. I don't... That's not something I want to do. I don't want to be like, hey, are we doing this Tuesday? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then it's like Tuesday rolls around. And that's, but that's why, and that's why too, because I'm a planner and because I have to structure things to know, especially when it comes to running my company, I will repeatedly send somebody. I won't say talk with you Tuesday. I say talk with you Tuesday. I give the date. I give the time. And so on their phone, it's three or four times I've said it. And they might be looking at it going, why is this guy you know, saying this repeat, is this guy like Rain Man? Like, why is he saying it repeatedly? It's because I need to know that you know, because I texted somebody before and I said, can we meet Tuesday, June 15th 
at three o'clock? And they replied, yeah, just send me the time. I was like, you didn't even read the text message. Right. So I'm all about that, but I want to get back to the. Yeah, I was going to say, what exactly happened to you to bring this text message situation up? Now that we talk about how unreliable people are in general. Yes. Unreliable. But then, but my thing has been in, well, I I brought it up on, on a past show that we did is, you know, like I made a joke to, to a woman and I didn't put LOL or an emoji. And then it turned into this full blown conversation where I went on court. It was the trial of Dan Tortora. I was already guilty before I came into the courtroom and, and we didn't go on a date. We never talked again because I didn't put an emoji on my text message. And I didn't say LOL. So now my friends, when they talk to me, they're like, they'll say something, we'll start laughing and he'll go, wait, LOL. (laughs) So like, he wants to let me know that he knows he's kidding. I have been in the dating world completely baffled by the anger that a woman would bring to my life because I didn't put LOL or an emoji. And, And this is what I've learned about people. People respond, and we've I've said this to you before, people respond based on their life experiences. So these, these women that like, I made a joke, but they thought I was serious. They responded like I was three years into an abusive relationship where I was controlling them. And I'm like, honey, I have no idea what happened to you before. But then wow. when I explain myself, because I'm a very open man, and I share my feelings more than the average bear. When I share myself with these people, I would think, okay, we figured it out. Let's move on. And they're like, no, I judged you based on what I thought you said. And now that you've clarified what you meant, I'm still going to base you on what I thought you said. And they based me in perception and not in reality. So in the text message world, when a woman asks a man to be honest or a man asks a woman to be honest, and we are, please do not condemn us after that. If you ask us to tell you what we meant by what we said, don't keep talking about what you thought we said. If we tell you what we said, that's what we said. There is no what I thought. And I've I've had day conversations with a woman, days, where she's like, yeah, but this is what I thought you said. I'm like, but I clarified it. I told you what I meant. And so, but text messages, some of my friends, I can text them and I know exactly how they sound. And some people, you send them a text message and you get that that like pity your stomach. I can't joke with a woman in dating anymore. If she's right. with me for a couple of days on text, because some people lose their minds. And if I showed you the paragraphs I received, it's like, dude, I didn't like shoot somebody in an open right. square. I just didn't put LOL. And apparently it triggered you. So I think, first of all, I think judging off of that, that when you don't know someone well, right. You don't know them that well. Cause like you said, you, you could text your friends and you know how that, or their, your friend texts you and you know how they said it, or you can hear them saying it, whatever. Yeah. When you're texting somebody, I think in dating, it should be very light, flirty, whatever. Right. I don't think that you should like have any serious conversations texting when you're dating. I think that's probably a That's probably like leading to problem number one. Right. But I think like, like I had somebody and this is going to sound petty. Okay. So I just want to throw this out there. I'm aware that it sounds petty and I'm aware that it does not sound normal. Okay. I, I want to just throw that out there. Okay. I had someone that once that I cared about a great deal, send me a happy birthday text once and on my birthday. <clears throat> and um, it was happy birthday period. 
Okay. Now I'll stop laughing. Okay. So because I want to because I understand why I understand why you got upset. Okay. 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 So all day I got text message after text message after Facebook message, you know, all your friends, whatever. People you barely even know. Happy birthday, 75 exclamation points. Hope you have a great day, whatever, you know. This person on their birthday in past years, I have said wonderful things in a text message, like, you know, so grateful you were born. Uh, I hope you have the best day, all those things, right? Uh, so imagine my thoughts when I got my happy birthday, period, that time. Uh, I remember thinking to myself, happy birthday, period. Like, what? Like, that's so, it's like, it's, it's you know what I envision? I'll tell you what I envision. You're waking up out of bed and you realize it's your friend's birthday and you go to send the happy birthday text message because society makes you feel like you have to. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's like almost like the happy birthday period to me is almost like I'm doing the bare minimum. I really don't want to send this message. I could be mad at you, but I'm actually going to send it because it's your birthday and I have to. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how a happy birthday period felt. So yeah. having said that, I am fully aware of how things can be, you know, the likelihood this person was busy and, oh, shoot, you know, driving to work, whatever. I forgot to send a message. Like, that's probably what happened. But who knows? You know what I mean? Like, who knows? But the point is, it. it I don't think it was malicious Yeah. In, in, in the way it was said, but that's the way I took it. Right. And I, that you really didn't want to tell me happy birthday. My response to that wonderful girl that I talked to for five minutes on text is going off of your story. If it was her birthday, I would write happy birthday, LOL. <laughs> I thought she was happy birthday, period. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah. I try to do something special though. You know, like I try to say happy birthday, make it personal. Like if it's your birthday, cause Facebook, yeah. whatever reminds you, I'm not, I, instead of writing it on Facebook. I, to like keep you, on did you miss my, I think you missed my birthday. Didn't I text you? I don't know. I don't know. I really can't remember, but I honestly, I want to save me enough to be upset about it. To well, be that makes me feel like an unimportant. I don't mean it like that. I mean it like it didn't like, it wasn't like I was like, Oh, I yeah. didn't hear from so-and-so. You know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah. I, I don't know, but I, I think I, I, the reason why I'm saying this, cause I don't recall getting a message like that. It was like, I tried to be really nice. And say <laughs> Maybe I did. I don't know. I have to check. Yeah. Maybe I, I, did. I don't. Know. I think I remember if I didn't, which now I think that I didn't so happy. We get to talk about this on air, but I had thought to myself, Oh, I have to send her a message. And I was going to yeah. send a very special one because uh -huh. my co-host, Yeah, and, you know, and I'm very choosy about the people that I work with. I can, count on just a few fingers so yeah so have this is what i would have said if i had said it okay this is genuine from my heart redemption tour everyone this is, redemption this, this is what i would have said okay so you don't have to hear my text message i would have said if i had written a text message to andrea on her birthday which i had meant to do i would have said happy birthday andrea bunch of exclamation points I couldn't have chosen a better person to join me on this journey for two mics, no filter. I'm very happy to be working with you. You push me to be a better broadcaster. And I always love our conversations. See, and I didn't even think there's no, there's nothing written in the studio. And that was from my heart in the moment in real time. But that, that's my point. Somebody that's been in my life for a long time since a happy birthday period. <laughs> 
Know me for a long time? Well, come on. Okay, let's just call it what we call it. I don't know this person. You're a dick. Okay, that's how I'm just going to tell they were a dick. There you go. Birthday. They were. And that was my, honestly, that was my feelings for the next three days afterwards about it. You know what I mean? I don't know how long ago it was, but this person was a dick. And they they owe you an apology. You know what? They owe you an apology, period. So I feel. Well, they're not going to, you know, they're going to get on their birthday. Happy birthday, period. No, I, I, I would just put HBD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yes. Really hit them where it counts. There you go. I love if that. Somebody, if somebody writes me HBD, I'm like, me I'm too. not even responding to me that. Me too. Like, that's seriously, so what is the point? It's like, I cannot see that when you feel like somebody's doing something. Yes, that's the worst. Just I feel like you're anything. doing it because you have to do it. Yeah. Or like, I mean, go to your Facebook page and says that. Thank God for Facebook. I want to throw this out there too on birthdays on this conversation. Thank God for Facebook, because this is why we all know about people's birthdays. Otherwise, any of my friends that are not on Facebook, mm-hmm. I'll probably forget their birthday. Yeah. Watch this. Watch this. Let's share our birthdays on the air. You first oh. and me, because okay. if you tell me twice, I won't forget it. And you can you can quiz me on, on another broadcast. Your birthday share to the world is? April 12th. April 12th. My birthday is the... Flip of, so your birthday is almost my half birthday flipped. I'm October 21st. So okay. you're 12. I'm 21. My half birthday okay. is April. Your half birthday is October. We okay. shouldn't yeah. forget it. So no. folks, for you to know, Andrea, April 12th. There it is. Dan, October 21st. And we would like to see a flood of messages with exclamation points on those. Yes. Days. And if you send us a period, we will talk about your actual name Full and yeah. handle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what? Actually, don't even send it. Just keep on scrolling. You know what I mean? Like, don't even don't even say it. So I want to tell you something that I did. You brought up you brought up your uh Taylor Swift, your your female crush. And I have to tell you something that I did. So I've never gotten to be a guest, I've never gotten to be a celebrity judge before. And I was really honored by uh, this past uh, within the past couple of weeks. At the New York State Fair, the Syracuse Food Truck Association asked me if I would be a part of their celebrity judge panel. When we were talking about it, and they said, you know, who can you get in this and that? So Gene Waldron, Syracuse Orange men's basketball alum, and he played overseas professionally. And then International Boxing Hall of Famer Christy Salters Martin, we were all on a team. Now, the cool thing about this was we were the first on stage. So there's like this big, you know, music stage acts doing their stuff. And we're to the, if you're looking at it, we're to the left of the stage, but we were to the right where we were sitting. And so we're sitting there, no other judges had come up. The next judging group that came up, bunch of people from the radio station group I used to work with. And some of them were like, Hey Dan. And some of them didn't know who I was and whatever. Then this other guy pretended like he knew nothing about me. And I just remember sitting up there going, this feels great because they never thought I belonged on this stage. And not only do I belong on this stage, I belonged on this stage a long time ago and I'm happy to be here. And I didn't need to be on the stage to know that I belonged here. So it was so great and so sweet to see people go, Oh, Dan. And it's like, Oh yeah, you think I'm on your level. I don't, I compete with myself, but thank you for your courtesy. So I'm up there on the stage and they bring us all this food and they brought us a cupcake and they said, this cupcake is called Lavender Haze. Ooh. And and I said, I was like, like the Taylor Swift song. 
And the lady goes exactly like that, Daniel. And I was like, see how I was like, see, I know my stuff. It was one of the best cupcakes I had in my life. The lady asked if we had any questions. I said, can you do my birthday party? That yeah. lavender haze cupcake was just uh, this is how I picture it. And this this is me. This is good. You might fall out of your chair when I say this. Eating the lavender haze cupcake tasted as good as the song. And I feel like it embodied the song because of my love for the cupcake, the sweetness, the gentleness of it. So I can picture myself listening to Lavender Haze while eating a Lavender Haze cupcake. Shout out to Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you composed yourself because I thought that that was going to make you pass out. And I was kind of well, looking forward to seeing that. Well, happen. that is a very passionate story about cupcakes. My daughter loves cupcakes also. And I feel like she would have loved this story. She's three. And she, I feel like your love of that lavender haze cupcake is a very similar to her love of cupcakes in general. So she would really understand that. Uh, did you know that for the second time in her tour, Taylor Swift played in a monsoon of rain for three and a half hour show? I did not. Like know. a champ. Yes. And did you know, I want to say it was Rolling Stone that just said this recently, that it could be one of the best shows of all time. Well, I wouldn't, you know what? I don't put it past Taylor Swift because I know that she is, I would say if somebody sat me on a panel and, and asked me who are the polarizing musical acts that yeah. around the world just make people, you know, in, in droves come out and it's like, it's like a, it's, it's more than an event. It's like a yeah. transcendent. I would yeah. say Michael Jackson, yep. Prince. Yep. And I would probably put Taylor Swift in that world because of like, the support that she has. So I would say Madonna. Yeah. You know, there, I just, I feel that Taylor. I Swift probably would throw in, if you want to know my opinion, I probably, would, I might even throw in Cher just because I've, I've seen how people are about Cher at firsthand. Um, but she's not, she's, I mean, Taylor Swift is iconic. And she has far exceeded what people told her she couldn't do. When you're speaking of like people saying you shouldn't be here, you shouldn't, you know, whatever. She has, I mean, far exceeded what anybody thought. I mean, her, I was reading something the other day where somebody said her reputation tour was going to, it was going to be a bust. And everybody kept saying that. And, you know, this was one of her tours in the past and it ended up being bigger than her last set of tours and bigger than, you know what I mean? So it's just. I, I, we talk about Taylor Swift a lot because I love her and because I know that in the beginning you laughed at me for it, but now that you're starting to like her, it's not, as, you know, it's not as silly, but um, let me tell you something. That girl has written a breakup song and an in love song for every single person on this planet. Okay. Yeah. Like if you cannot relate to it, deeply relate to a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. then you must not have heart. She likened, I mean, well, I got to say this to her. She gave me a song to smile while I eat it a cupcake too she gave me that and it was funny because here's all these judges 20 judges men and women all along this line and they yeah. go this is a purple haze and i was like oh like taylor swift and there was a bunch of young women next to me yeah. i'm the one that said it and right. i was like i'm not even mad about it and when you were done like sampling you're supposed to take a bite of each thing and then throw it out well so i took the cupcake and each of my team members we took a sample of it and then the things that I liked, I would take to the side and I'd yeah. make a little pile. Yeah. I brought that cupcake home. Yeah. Why would you throw it away? I brought it home. That cupcake, yeah. and it was everything about it. It was like, it was like was shimmering. It 
What'd you say? Did it have like a lavender icing color? Yeah, it was like it was like the color. It was, okay. and I don't usually like vanilla cake. I like chocolate cake, and okay. so it's like the vanilla, and it's got like that like purplish tint to it, and it's got glitter all over it. And you know, I I just for whatever reason, I I felt like you know, I felt like I felt moved by the cupcake. Yeah. I felt like the I lady should have won. She deserved it. And I remember sitting there biting into the cake tasting the frosting saying I don't know how to describe this to Andrea but I feel like I'm shifting in her direction and I'm making her proud and I don't know if I should be excited about it or not but if this cupcake is the thing that brings me over the edge for Taylor Swift so be it because that cupcake was a champion she's she's amazing she's amazing but a lot of things get lost in translation and text messages and I yeah. just, I don't, I don't like it and I don't appreciate it. And I joke around a lot. So when people get weird with me on text messages, like I just find this it. This is to why I told you though, when you're just be getting to know somebody and dating somebody, yeah. like if, if this is clearly a problem and it keeps happening or whatever, then I would just not do that. Well, you try not to, but then what do these women say on dating apps? What is their response? They're like, oh, I'm just, I'm afraid to talk on the phone. I don't give my number out. I'm a little Uh-oh. nervous about, oh, I just don't. One girl told me she wasn't, she wasn't ready for such a big commitment. Talking on the phone? Of talking on the phone. Well, then and she I, doesn't like to talk on the phone, probably like me. Uh, but here's my thing. If you want to understand people, you talk on the phone. And I want to hear well, your voice time. to make sure you're because not some facial dude. facial expressions. Well, the thing, I mean, I want to know you're not a dude. Totally. Right? You know, I want to know you're not some like 40 some odd year old hairy belly totally. guy who's tickling your belly button while talking to me. That's what I. Okay, Can we make a new rule when somebody says they don't want to talk on the phone? They don't want to FaceTime or anything like that. So you can kind of get to know somebody before you commit to the date. Yeah. I would just say don't swipe like don't like, you know what I mean? Like, just keep it moving. Like, don't oh, somebody yeah. says I don't like to talk on the phone. I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't want to commit to talking on the phone. Yeah. Like, why would you even have a more conversation with that person? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I told you the last two girls that I talked to on the dating app, they like viciously attacked me for like minuscule, tiny, like miscommunications. And then when like I figured it out with them and unraveled the giant yarn ball that they made for no reason, I was like, what are we like? Is this how you talk to men? Because if this is how you talk to men, we would, you know, you're either looking for a one night stand where you don't have to speak at all. So a man doesn't know that you're going to attack him vehemently for no reason, or you're going to get with a man who has no backbone. And I have one. So, but things get lost in translation. It's just, it's weird. There was another thing that I wanted to get to today. It was the lost in translation. I do want to come back to, I'm still stuck on the fact that my mom won't delete any of my ex-girlfriends from her phone. And, and I talked to her about what you said and she was like, that's not the reason. So it has nothing to do with her love for her son or memories. So, cause I said, I was like, mom, this is what Andrea said. And she goes, she goes like, no, like, no. And I'm like, well, then why are they on there? Like, why do you have a rogues gallery of these? And some of them, she doesn't like the people, but I mean, yeah. on her phone, she has all of them. I think she has like from when I was 14 to now. She has every girlfriend. And, she, and her reasoning was I dated so many people in a short amount of time. She needed to keep the roster together and remember faces. And I don't think that that's true because I've never been a hoe. 
So I, I mean, I. Well, why does she need to remember face it? faces it's not like you won't be like mom do you remember so and so like if you went back in time and like if you went back and said i'm going to redate somebody from my past you i'm sure that when you brought her to your mom's house you'd be like mom do you remember so and so that i dated such and such like you give her the heads up yeah you know what i mean yeah i don't know why she keeps them either but what did she say her reasoning is other than like keeping her roster like what is what's the reason she said i just do she said you well then look 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 it's her phone so what do you care it You're is, not looking at it. But to me, it's like when you pass, the. let me put it to you like this. In the movie, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, if you got away from Leatherface, nobody slowed down so he could catch up with you. So that's how I feel about it. I have gotten away from the Leatherfaces of my past, so I don't want to see a picture of them holding up. Why would you be going in her phone looking at her it's, pictures? It's, not. it's like when she says to me like, oh, like she'll say, oh, check, I can't find this picture or something. So then you click on the pictures between the text messages together and then it pops up. And then I'm like, Ma, why is this here? And then you scroll a little bit lower and you're like, oh my, I don't even remember taking these pictures with these people. So I just, I'm like, mom, see when I leave my past dead, my past is dead. I bury it. I put a flower on top of it. I let it be fertilizer for my future. When my mom digs up them dead bodies, like the thriller video, I'm not trying to dance with those. I'm not trying to to do that crip walk with those people. Yeah. I, don't do I don't, I honestly, I'm stopped. Like, I don't have an answer for this because there is again, I gave, I gave her a pass and I said, yeah. maybe it's for you. And it's because she wants to like, okay, like just keep pictures of you, you know, but if that's not what it is, I really don't know why she would keep the pictures. No, I, let me get into this. that had to do a dating too. For some reason, my head is not allowing me to jump to the next one, but there's, there's this thing about, when a woman or a guy doesn't look like their picture. This is what I don't get. If you agree to meet somebody in person, they're obviously yeah. going to know. And I look like my picture okay. because I'm not trying to mess with I don't lie to people. So when you go somewhere okay. and you see somebody and it's like drastically different, I have this thing. So I don't, I, I'm not a mean person. And so I had somebody show up to a date one time and she was like twice the size of her picture. Now, to, picture. now to me, no, 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 no. This is the crazy thing. It was an angle picture. She mm. had learned the angles of social media. Mm. And she, and I caught her at one point teaching her 16-year-old daughter. She's like, I taught you angles, honey. She said, this angle will take 20 pounds off of your body. That horrified me. That not only She's did not she wrong. But she was teaching that. And so when she showed up, she said to me, she goes, you're acting weird. And I was just kind of quiet. And she's like, well, it makes me feel like you're not attracted to me. And I'm sitting here going like, well, you lied to me. Like you legitimately lied to my face. And not that women of all different shapes and sizes aren't beautiful because they are. It's just, it's like if I showed up and I'm telling you I'm athletic and you know I take care of my body, and then I show up and I'm 300 pounds when I'm 170. So, you know what I mean? It's like, that's not, it's not, it's not a normal thing, but people do that. And here's my thing. Why would you do that? And why would you lie about your height? Because you walk yeah, up. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. And I know women that are triggered by it because like I met a girl and one of the first things that came out of her mouth was you wouldn't believe how many guys lie about their height. And I looked at her, I'm like, is that toward me? Because I told you how tall I am and I actually am that tall. So I was like, I don't, 
I don't know my connection to it. But yeah, people that lie and then they go out on the date thinking like they'll like my personality enough that they'll get over it. If if you start a relationship off with a lie, I mean, in my book, we're dead in the water because if you lie about one thing, you'll lie about everything. And that's well, with heights too. It's like, why, like, again, I guess to your point, why would you lie? And I know somebody like this actually, but why would you lie yeah. about your height when you know you're, uh, unless you have no plans to eventually meet the person, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like when you put on your dating profile that you are six foot and you're really five foot five, like, do you have no plans to meet anyone other than via computer? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Or via app, like, yeah. like it someone's going to see you and know that you're way off from what you're saying you are, you know? Yeah. Um, listen, the, the girl's not wrong. There are ways to take photos and angles and, and all that. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, I have all, even when I was younger, like I've always been photogenic. Like I seem to take, you know, growing up school pictures, like whatever, like we, you know, I've, my parents, photogenic like it's a term that I heard right and then as social media has come around obviously you get good at it if you if if you put time into it you get good at it but I would be very concerned if like if I didn't post like workout videos and stuff and people saw that for example my body does look the way that a posed picture looks I would be probably be concerned too that people you know what I mean yeah because I, I mean, I know that like when I'm fully made up with makeup on, like, which is like a selfie that I would post on social media. And then you see me at the freaking grocery store after picking up my kids on a Monday afternoon and I'm looking like a wet dog. Like you might be like, that girl looks nothing like her Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I, 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 you just, I mean, it's about being honest. And I think we live in this like fake virtual reality world where yeah. people get kind of lost in it. And because, I mean, there used to be a time, like you talked about, the difference between you wearing makeup and not wearing makeup and, and how you feel you look. Well, now you don't have to wear makeup. There's makeup filters. Yeah. So, I mean, you could have, I mean, a, I've seen a woman can change her, in, and I say women more than men because we're not, most of us on average are not like doing crazy filters, but women can literally manipulate on Instagram alone. They can manipulate their entire body they can make themselves look thinner they could put makeup on themselves they could change their hair like i i mean you can legitimately create a new person from that person just with a couple filters and somebody who knows what they're doing and to me that's horrifying because i'm the type of person the drake line i love a lot of drake lines but sweatpants hair tied chilling with no makeup on that's when you're the prettiest i hope that you don't take it wrong i love that line because I think a lot of people look good with makeup because that's what makeup is for. But when you look pretty without the makeup, that speaks to me because it's like, okay, when you roll over in bed in the morning and your hair is a mess and you're wearing a, you know, a big t-shirt. That's after you've already decided you want to be in that position with her. You know right. what I mean? Like you, you probably met her with makeup on. No, you want to know. I don't, you know, cause if somebody wears a ton of makeup and you can't tell, you know, you yeah. want to know. And, and that's, that's for me. I'm like, show me who you are because you know, you gotta, you, I want to know the genuine. I want to know the natural. I want to know what you're about. I want to know who you are. So to me, it's like, okay, so you're my co-host and you get, you get dressed up for a bunch of stuff at the same time. If we were on site doing something or we were just like planning something out and maybe we were like going out and asking people questions or something like that. 
I'm like, you know, Andrew, just go, just go as like, just, just no makeup, just sweatpants. Well, the, the, the only time we, the day we recorded in person. Yeah. I came with a hat on like, whatever, like I can be really chill yeah. and I can be sporty and all those things. And I actually am really comfortable in that like sporty spice kind of, you know, look, yeah. but, um, you know, I know that I clearly am more attractive with, you know, all of my, all of my things, you know, going on. And, and I, I mean, I'm definitely guilty of the filters and all that. Like I definitely do that stuff. I don't manipulate, like, again, this is why I think it's so important that because I'm a fitness instructor and I'm, you know, preaching about certain things in the fitness world, like it's so important that I post videos and things because those are not edited and there's not filters on those when it comes to like your body at all. And, and, and in general, I don't know, like I can filter face, I can do those types of things and I can make makeup look a little bit brighter and things like that. But like, I don't ever mess with my body. So I will say, and I'll go on the record to say this, like a thousand percent, like if you follow me on Instagram, what you see on the body side is legit and real. And I fluctuate like every, you know, uh, like any fitness person does where we go through major, uh, lean phases and then you gain a little bit for a while, then you go through lean phases or whatever. But like, that's, that's the real thing. Like I'm in a lean phase right now. So people are probably like, eh, what happened to her? Like all of a sudden she's, you know, all of a sudden she's looking skinnier. I bet she edited that. And, and I definitely a hundred, I, I mean, I swear on anything. I do not edit my body, but do I edit my face? Hell yeah. I edit my face. I'm 41 years old. I don't want to look 41. I'm not edited right now though. Live and living color. <laughs> but I mean, but that's, you know, but I mean, we live in that world where, you know, people can well, do yeah, things, I think that I, there's too many options out there to make yourself look better. But if I was in the dating world, I, I mean, I would be very concerned about that feeling. I do not. And I, I joke around about this all the time. People are like I said, Oh, they see me at the grocery store. They're like, that's not the same girl as her Instagram. I would be very nervous that if somebody only was like seeing my best photos, that they would see me in person and be like, she's not that hot or whatever. You know what I mean? So I would, I would not be posting my hottest photos on a dating app. See, my thing that I've learned, and I've said this to myself, is as you work toward your dreams and your aspirations and the things that I, I, I don't think there's anything I can't do. Right. So I've told myself, I can't date women that are mean in general who would want to, but I can't date women that'll fight with me in public because in my head, so you think about like, I don't want to, I don't want to like not look like my Instagram thing when I'm at the grocery store. I don't want people to like recognize me someday and go, Oh, that's Dan Satora from that show that I listened to. And I'm in a Walmart parking lot with some woman wearing pajamas, like out of her mind screaming at me. So that's the thing. Like, I'm like, we can't, I, I was at Disney one time. And there was a girl I was dating and I don't know what provoked her. And she just started screaming at me right outside a haunted mansion. And I sat down and I didn't look at her and I was just hoping it would stop. Like I was hoping she would realize where she was. And so I kind of, yeah, not, so not kinda, the place for screaming. <laughs> I kind of scooted over a little bit. So like people didn't know she yelling at that guy or at me. Right. And then like, right. and then like, it was just me. And she got louder and loud to the point where people started looking over at me. And I said to her, I go, do you know where we are right now? I was like, you can't yell in Disney. So I can do whatever I want. And I was like, well, we need to like, you need to like get outside of Disney 
if you're going to act like a real housewife or whatever. But it's like you can't you can't do this here. And and I guess I expect like I don't know. I expect more of people. I know that. But especially when you're at Disney, like if somebody's swearing, I, I see people now like somebody will like hit their kid and call him an effing something. And the kid's like three years old. And you cannot like you should like I feel like you have to treat Disney differently because everyone is there because in their mind, it's the happiest place on earth. You can't act that way there. No, you can't. Like it I should be an un, it, as, as a Floridian who's been to Disney a lot their whole life like that is it's like almost like sacred ground when it comes to yelling and yeah. and cussing like you can't cuss it's supposed and you're to also be. looking at somebody who's a cusser i'm a cusser like so, i'm the person that you have to kind of like get to like there's kids around don't talk like that or like or like uh my kids are the one that are running around saying the f word thinking it's funny you know what i mean like that yeah. so I but either way you. i know you're not supposed to cuss at disney world I had somebody you say talk that way. you can't bring that around the little kids at Disney I World. A, I had a girl tell me in dating, she goes, you told me that you don't cuss. I was like, when? Because I definitely do. And we both do. You and I both do. And, you know, not I mean, here we're, you know, we're on the air. We're not. But it's like as soon as you, we go off the air, it's I mean, we do say things that. I or, you know, us relate, but I don't do it in Disney, but I am the person. And I was laughing when you said what you said, I'm the person at like a children's birthday party where I'm telling an inappropriate story. And yeah. then I say a word and they're like, Dan, there are kids running around. And I'm like, okay, but I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I'm cognizant of the children that are there. I'm not like some it's I don't want to paint a bad picture. I'm not saying bad things around children and my nieces. I don't think it's painting a bad saying, picture. It's it's self-awareness. Like I right. sprinkle the F word into every sentence like it's and. But I'll have people look you know? at me and go, are you really going to tell that story in front of like your mom? And I'm like, yeah, because my my mom has dirty comedy and I have dirty comedy and my grandmother has dirty comedy. Well, and they've been to your show. And my well, and the thing is, my dad will pretend that he doesn't like my dirty comedy, but he laughs at all of it. Right. But he did say to me, he was like, can you not talk about, and I'll abbreviate, but he said, can you not go on stage and talk about BJ's? And I was like, no, dad, I have to. It's funny. There's so many funny things that have happened to me in that world. He goes, why do you have to talk about sex? He's like a genuine, a gentleman never talks about, about a gentleman never talks about his like intimacy. And I said, well, dad, I'm a gentleman, but they weren't gentle women. So it's free reign for me. Well, unless they're comedians and then they do talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think mean, that that's I do talk. I, I talk about I don't give anybody's name, but well, thank my, God. My stories are way too funny for me to keep them to myself. And I feel like a lot of people, what my friends say, they say, Dan, it's not that we disagree with anything that you say. You're just the one crazy enough to say it in public where we don't say it in front of anyone. We say it in front of you. So it's like they would say it on the tour bus, but they're not going to say it on stage, but they're going to laugh when I say it on stage. They're like, you're trying to get yourself killed. I said, I'm not saying anybody's name, but. Well, the irony of it all is like thinking about like how, like you're saying, it's like so taboo that people don't talk about things like that. Yeah. And you're saying that so many funny things have happened to you in that world. Well, <laughs> well, I have to say that I have a feeling that a lot of times girls have no idea that they are the butt of this joke. And probably more men should talk about stuff like this. So girls knew. Well, I mean, 
I mean, granted, it would give them a complex, I'm sure, but I'm just saying. But my thing is, like, I'm never going to mention their name. So if they well, ever call well, thank me. thank you, because obviously that would not be good. No, I'm not going to. Now, listen, they're the one that did the horrendous thing. So but I'm choosing to still protect them despite their craziness because they could be at the show and they could be there with a new boyfriend. And I highly doubt they're going to your show with their new boyfriend. By the way, I highly doubt they're going to your show, but I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't see. Probably not. But I I do not see some girl who has such a horrendous situation that you've put it in your show thinking, you know what? I think I'll go to Dan's show this week. But some of them, some of them are weird enough to do it. But here's my thing. I'm kind of cautionary telling this, but if I ever got a phone call from one of them, and they say, hey, I can't believe you said that. My response would be, how do you know? How could you be this conceited to think you're the only woman that ever tried to kill me? And then hang up the phone. That's what I would say. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that people need it. This is why we're here. I think we need to talk about dating. I think we need to talk about sexually funny things. I think we need to get it all out there. I have dated a rogues gallery of an Arkham Asylum. My ex-girlfriends, most of their favorite outerwear was a straitjacket. And when they wanted to eat, I was nice enough to take the muzzle off like the Hannibal Lecter thing and I would feed them. So (laughs) I did not have stories like this. I didn't, I I will tell you, I did not date gems. That's for sure. And by gems, I don't mean J-I-M. I I mean, stone. They definitely weren't gems of people. However, I do not have stories like that, but I have a wealth of knowledge about my stories. (laughs) <laughs> and your life and uh cheaters no. did i say cheaters i don't know if you said cheaters cheaters i've got a wealth of knowledge oh yeah yeah wealth. i went through most of my life not being cheated on and then it happened like from two people almost like exactly the same i caught them the same way really? and and i was how just did you like, catch them i never check phones and the phones will get you. And something inside of me one day was like, just look at this phone. And I looked at the phone and it was right there. And then another time, years later with a different girl, I was like, look at the phone. And she had given me her password. She's like, you can look at my phone. I have nothing to hide. I looked at it one day and I was like, oh, this is stupid. I didn't find anything. Three days later, she was being really mean to me. She's giving me the silent treatment. She's taking a shower. And I was like, you know what? Let me just check it. I went, I was downstairs. I went upstairs in her apartment went into the bedroom, picked up her phone, and I found just like so much. And and I was and I remember I that the bathroom door was locked and I just and I just hit I like I knocked and the door like popped open. I walked in, she was in the shower, I opened the shower curtain, I took the phone and I threw it in the shower and I said, I know what you're doing. And then I just walked out. And I went downstairs and then that proceeded to be an insane night. She had a one hour argument with me completely naked in her house because she didn't want me to leave the house. So she got out of the shower and stood naked in the house for an hour trying to talk me from leaving. Are you, I, I know you're not watching Vanderpump Rules right now, but since. Tell me something is, like this happened. Sandoval. Okay. Well, yes. Like you are missing out on iconic, riveting television. I'm living iconic, riveting television. Why don't they pay me? This just happened. She said something in her, his phone fell out of his pocket. They've been together nine years. Something in her, she said, call it intuition, call it whatever you want. But she said, something told me to look. 
he was sleeping with her best friend. And the way she found, she found a screen recording of them on FaceTime. Hmm. I mean, it's just, it's mind blowing, but I'll tell you, I know somebody else who caught girlfriend, wife, whatever. I don't even know. But anyway, caught uh, through the kid's iPad. The kid's iPad was somehow linked, I guess, I guess like, I don't know, iCloud or something like that, caught pictures like she had sent somebody. And ironically, girls really modest, like not the kind of girl that would ever do those kinds of things. So it's, I'm sure in his mind, it was mind blowing that there are these pictures in the first place and they're going to somebody because not like the kind of girl that was trying to continuously keep sex alive in their relationship. You know what I mean? So uh, that was like my, I mean, ex, my ex-wife, she, for the last year we were together, she was taking pictures of herself in the house all the time. And I'm like, who are these for? And they were never for me. They were never sent to me. She wasn't being intimate with me. My mom, after the fact, she goes, Daniel, she, my mom went to dinner with her without me. I was out of town. My mom went to dinner with her and she's like, Dan, she was taking pictures and videos of herself at dinner in front of my mom. Like, and nobody knew who they were for, by the way, I've had multiple women ask me on FaceTime to show the goods. And my response was no, because the government's watching. And if I know anything about anything, you do not put anything on anything. Greg Oden, Brett Favre. I'm never doing that. I don't care if a woman sends me her stuff. I'm not doing, I don't know how you feel about it. But if you put, if you, if a woman's like, Hey, you know, let's get on this live feed and you know, I think it's so weird that a woman would ask for that. Show me what's up. Yeah. I get it. What? Listen, I'm going to say this and this may not go over well. We'll see. Uh, I'll say it anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, the male anatomy is not something that most women are in general. Like, I don't know. I can't say most women. I, maybe I don't know most women, but I will say I do, I just, it's hard for me to believe that women are like, send me a picture, whatever. Now, the female, the female body though, is it, it is, it's, it's more appealing, attractive to look at. So I can see why a man would say, send me a pic or whatever. However, I just saw this on Instagram today, like a little like funny meme or whatever that says, literally you lost me when you asked for a picture. And I think that if you're in a relationship with somebody, you've been in a long time, you're trying to keep it alive, whatever. And you send a sexy picture here and there. Like, I think that's great. You know, I think that's great. Like, whatever. But when you're just dating somebody, getting to know them, barely dating a few months in, and you're asking for a picture, I'll tell you right now, that would be a turnoff for me. I would be like, "Mm." yeah. Well, I mean, and if you're on video, I mean, sometimes a woman would show me something on video, like you on FaceTime, and they would kind of just like show you something that you didn't ask for. And then they're like, you know, what about you? And I'm like, this, these stories make me feel like I'm rude. I just want to throw that out there because I got married before dating apps like took off, you know, I just feel like I, these stories are mind blowing. You know what, Andrea, you need to send more dick pics. That's what you need. I mean, it's just mind blowing (laughs) to me that like people are FaceTiming and talking on the phone with somebody. They're just getting to know them. And they're like showing you something like, yeah, I'm not, I mean, listen, if I see it, women say that they don't want a man who only wants to sleep with them or they want a good guy, whatever. What are you putting out there then? 
Be not you, the, wo the woman. Like, what right. are you putting out there? My thing is, if you show me and I like it, yay. You know, but to me, it's like, yay. yeah. But you, you, what if you don't? What if you, you don't, Dan? Are you going to look at her in the face on the face and be like, you know, yeah. I'm not really attracted to that. My face is such a identifier of how I actually feel. So, like, if I saw something and I didn't like it, she'd be, you know, she'd, like, lift up her shirt, go like this, and I'd be like this. <laughs> I'm, I know me. I can't hide how I feel about something. She'd be like, ooh, you like that? And I'd be like. This is how people talk on dating apps? I mean, they just. kidding I, me? They just, they just do, they just kind of do it. They just kind of show it. They don't. I think this is weird. They don't say much of any. They just, you know. Show I'm you. putting it out there. I'm calling for girls that are not like this yeah. only as options for you. My thing is, don't ask me for me to show. Like, I'm proud of what God has blessed me with. I'm not putting it on the internets, okay? Because it never goes away. It stays forever. And every sports figure that I know that has ever done it, their career has been mutilated. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's not good. It's not healthy. By the way, I will say this. No offense to Brett Favre. I have to say this before we close. My old producer decided that he wanted to show me Brett Favre's appendage. So he put on the site where all the stuff was. There was two pictures of it. I thought these were my two reactions to when I saw Brett Favre because it looked like a little red rocket. It was scary. It looked like a crayon. It looked like a red orange crayon. And so when I saw it, this is my two responses. I went, oh, I was like, why would you show me this? Second thing, I went, I'm bigger than Brett Favre. Heck yes. Wait, 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 really quick, let me ask you this. Was this like a known thing that like he had pictures out there on the internet? Oh, Brett, yeah, because with Jen Sturger from Florida State. The girl. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I don't know that I heard this story. I said to my friends, if I ever put Crocs on and get in a rocking chair, please take my phone away from me. Because that's when Brett Favre showed his peep. And I can't, I, first and foremost, I will not wear Crocs, but I love rocking chairs. They're delightful. Yeah, they are. They really are. I, <laughs> I still have my kid, my childhood rocking chair. Do you know that? My daughter has it now. I painted it white for her room. It's really my grand, my grandma my mom still has my like grandma's rocking chair. My grandma's one that like sings songs. And so she yeah, still has that. Love so, a rocking chair. I do. Mine, mine, like it not only. A rocking rock chair and a robe, to be honest with you. And a robe? In a robe, like oh, my two yeah. favorite things. I like the robes where, like, I have like my initials stitched in it. No, yeah. yeah, I like old robes. So, like, even if you come in, you're sweaty from working out, but all of a sudden you come in, the house is cold. You just throw the robe on. I realized from the Rocky movie that I need to have a Rocky robe. I need to not not a Rocky robe, but I need to have a robe that has you know something on it from my company that right. I can wear, put it, take it off, feel good about myself. So that's that's what I feel like. I, I What'd you say? Velvet. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I I there's a but I'm never gonna send a pic of of I'm not gonna do that. And I I don't know why people ask for it. It's not in your right. It's not attractive. A woman's body is so beautifully painted. Okay. Right. A man's appendage with no other information looks horrifying. <laughs> Agree, agree, agree. And, you know, there's like this big thing where, you know, on some of the, the streaming services, Netflix, et cetera, that, you know, oh, this series, um, he goes full front or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's this whole thing. And then, then it goes into, do you think he was wearing a, a prosthetic or whatever? Like there's, then there's that conversation in the media about it. And I'm just like, 
either way, it's not, this was the highlight of the show for you? Like, really? Men, please stop sending pictures of your please. stuff. No, no woman wants it. By Unless the way, they ask for it. Now, if they ask for it. But by the dating apps, I mean, I, I almost every woman I've talked to, they're like, men will just literally, they'll say, hey, how you doing? What's up? And then send it and then send a picture of, of it. And I'm like, they don't, even, they don't even, they don't even wait to talk friend. to you. Yeah. So I have a single friend and there's the four of us, like our little group. And the three of us are married. Wait a minute, you have a single friend and you didn't introduce me. You said they're all married. So I'm upset, but continue. Okay, so we have a single friend. <laughs> and she's, she whatever, she's, I don't want to say she's promiscuous, because that's not, a, I, don't, I hate to say that term, but she's free. You know, whatever, she's free. Yeah. So anyway, she, it is like, for years, she's told us. She's like, oh my God, I got a dick pic last night. I got this, I got that. I'm like, who yeah. does this? It, it is, I'm telling you guys right now. Again, I know I'm coming off as a prude and I'm not, but You're I'm not coming a prude. Off like, Nobody right? wants so to like, see a dick I, They don't. They don't Nobody. want to see it, first of all. And number two, who really does that? And are you that confident in yourself that you want to send it? Because I feel like so much um, pressure is put on a man about, the, about their size and all these things. Like, are you... If you, okay, in Brett Favre's situation, when you're making fun of it, at some point in his life, don't you think somebody else has made fun of it too, but yet he's still confident enough to sin? Is it because he has money and he's a football player? It's the Red Rocket. But I mean, this is, but to me, yeah, just don't. And that's the thing. And I tell people this all the time. I was like, I am very confident. I just don't want that in the world. If you want to, if you want to date me and you want to see it, you and me, that's fine. But I'm also the same way about women. I don't want to go on your Instagram, see your boobs out everywhere. I don't want to see any nipple on Instagram. Keep that to yourself. There's supposed to be something that's just for that one person. When the whole world knows what you look like naked, nobody feels special. Okay? And nobody wants to see a dick pic. And and I feel like this entire thing is like a clip. This is a big clip of us go, of you going, don't send a dick pic, and me going, nobody wants to see it. Nobody, nobody wants to see nobody. your penis. Nobody. They don't. They don't. <laughs> We're sorry if it hurts your feelings. <laughs> it shouldn't hurt your feelings. You're already a scumbag. No. But the, right, but the odds that somebody listening didn't know that we didn't want to see it nobody is out there. Wants nobody wants to see it. No. There's and, and why a man would be like to a total stranger, hey, what's up? Where do you live? We should get together sometime. Dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, block. That's an instant block on my end. You don't like, send a dick pic after 12 years. You'd send it after five minutes. And the thing is, what are you sending? Are you sending it with something to like put it up against? Are you getting like the large cereal box from Target and then angling it next to the cereal box? You have to give somebody a reason because there's not, it doesn't look, you know what it looks like? It looks like if you were at a, like, if you took it in bed in the sheets, it looks like if you're in a hotel room and, and an animal had broken into your hotel room and you found it in your bed. That's what it looks like. It never looks exciting, but a woman's yeah. body, beautiful. However, I don't ask women to send me those pictures. It's like scummy. Yeah, like, it I is. feel like a woman can lay there like, like, like kind of sexy and like, it can look sexy, but I feel like it looks scummy. Like when a dude sends something like that, it's scummy. It's gross. It's, it's I actually found out a guy was cheating on me long, long time ago 
from a girl who, you know, one of those girls like dying to know, like, you know, oh, I want you to know he's, he's bad because he hurt me too, you know, kind of thing. And I will never forget, it was like Memorial Day weekend. And I was, I don't know, maybe like 22, 23, 24 years old. And she's like, let me show you something. And it's this picture of him, just what you said, laying in the bed, like a dick, a dick pic of him that he had sent to her. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I would want to know, like, and this is the thing, when you send it, like a guy, if you're really proud of yourself, send it with your birth certificate next to it. <laughs> like, let it, but you don't just. The don't, thing is, any picture send you send, let, let, let this be a lesson to everybody. It goes out into any the world. Any picture you send to anyone, to anyone, male or female, okay? Exactly. I don't care who it is. Any picture you send, unless it's like your husband and your wife situation before right. marriage, it will be shown to their best friend or somebody, okay? Yeah. Yeah. At some point, if you guys get into a fight or something goes bad, it could be shown to a lot of a lot more people. My than buddy that. just that's what Isaac just said to me. He goes, he goes, the, his exact response. We're eating pizza and we're, and we're sitting there, and he goes, he goes, he's like, oh, you gonna break up with me? I see you, mother effer. And and he's like, send like, and then he did. He acted it out. He acted her out, saying, oh, we're gonna break up, and you're gonna do me like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give people ammunition. You don't give people bullets to their gun. You know, right. you think, I mean, you think that everybody's got your best intentions at heart. Keep your, keep your stuff to your, keep it off the internet. First of all, don't send it because if you send it on Snapchat, it's on Snapchat. If you put Even it in the universe, message. it's in Even the universe. A text message. I mean, the it's way, the like, listen, companies are watching your phone. Your work yeah. is watching your phone. Even if it's not a work phone. I mean, I work for a, like a global company that is, you know, now all of a sudden my phone, anywhere I log into, it says someone logged in from this city. That's by the way, a very known city for this specific company. And I'm like, my company is so tapped into my phone because my work emails on it that right. even though I have a work phone, I thought, you know, if I have a work phone, they're not going to tap into my personal phone. They're definitely tapped into my personal phone too. You know, I just, people need to consider that stuff before they put their everything text ver words body people words. get hot people get hot you know people get hot so there's a lot of sex in society people get hot they want to put it out there because they're feeling good in that moment nothing good happens after 12 maybe not after 10 but it, it's just, just and some of these people send them at three o'clock in the afternoon i'm like are you at work right now say, what do you mean like is that they only send them late at night no that... no scumbags don't know time anymore they used to no. tell you not to go down alleys at one o'clock in the morning now it's like don't go out to a public square at one o'clock in the afternoon right. it, people don't care anymore it's it's just it's weird but so from not understanding text messages to taylor swift's purple haze cupcakes to my mom keeping my exes on her phone to dick pics this is not understanding why people send dick pics, which brings it all back to it. Text messages that don't that's make my sense. Point. Yeah, that's my yeah. point. Brings it all back around. I was going to go there and say you completed me. So thank you for that. <laughs> so Andrea Smith, myself, Dan Tortora. This is Two Mics No Filter. Catch us on your favorite podcasting platforms and catch us Wednesdays weekly. It's our first episode of it being its own show inside of the Dan Tortora Broadcast Media family. We hope you have a fantastic day. And if you learned anything from us today, keep your penis to yourself. Absolutely. <laughs>